So we we moved the the wine fridge from the laundry room and put that down here by the computer. So I said to Todd, I was like, well, that like and then I when when I record, I can just put my extra beer or whatever yeah. I'm having in the wine fridge. So it stays oh, cold. Oh, he must have loved when you said that. Uh-huh. <laughs> what do you say? He's so butthurt. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the Cali River Winery Expeditions. When you board one of our rafts, you can look forward to an exquisite selection of wines paired with a safe, relaxing trip down our beautiful river. My vintners and I believe our expeditions are the most romantic way to see nature's beauty while unwinding with an amazing glass of wine. It's like my grandmother used to say when she started this company, the wine can get you drunk, the river will make you wet, Spend some time with me, and I'll get you both. Wait, what the fuck? I know it sounds sorted, but you'll be rewarded when at last I am given my dues. And injustice deliciously squared, be prepared. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 179 of Three Sheets to the Mouse, a show where we talk about the adult side of Disney from the parks to the movies, the food and the booze, and with a bit of debauchery thrown in for shits and giggles. Tonight I'm joined by two people who think fables are a place where Mike Tyson keeps his horses, Maria. (laughs) (laughs) Did you fucking see that he is going to be part of Shark Week? (laughs) I no, I didn't. We don't have regular cable, so we haven't oh, watched Shark Week in a while. Oh my god, I cannot wait. I forget what the what the uh, show is called, but yeah, Mike Tyson and Shark Week. Fuck. Oh god, I I'm he sure he's gonna like. Again. I don't know. He's he gonna, is. Like, he's he's training to fight again. He's I forgot who he's fighting, but he's he's gotta be like 80 years old now, isn't he? He's 72, I think. Uh, I think he's gonna probably try to fight the shark. And... <laughs> Sorry oh, for him. The sharks don't have ears that he can grab hold of, so. I don't know what yeah, he's doing. They don't have ears, so. They don't have ears taking bite. <laughs> Shark fin soup. No, not good. Anyway. Adam. Yes? Say hi. Hi. <laughs> that was the lamest hello ever. Well, I, I think that little Mike Tyson joke threw everybody off. Yeah, I guess you guys so. didn't expect it. That, that was, was actually good. a good one. Very As you guess, Mikey is not here tonight. Um, you know, we can never have four hosts, so we fired Mikey. You know, That's... four hosts didn't last very long. <laughs> no, Poor we Mikey. kidding. He's he's actually on vacation gallivanting somewhere around the Ozarks. So, in honor of Mikey, what is everybody drinking tonight? Um. Well, who are you? You didn't introduce yourself. Oh, everybody knows who I am. I'm Pop Pop. Oh, 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 sorry. Oh, oh. Everybody sorry. knows who I am. And if you don't know, now you know. Um, 
I am drinking bad decisions and regrets. Um, I I really wanted this shit to be good, but it's just it's okay. It's not it's not good. Um, I am drinking Line and Kugel's Spritzen beer with a splash of seltzer. But okay, really, there's no way in hell I am drinking anything called Spritzen. Yeah. Well, yeah. this one's grapefruit. It's better than the... I had the raspberry lemonade the other day, and that was fucking horrible. Um, but this this grapefruit one is actually not... It's not bad. Um, I had to burp there for a second. Sorry. Uh, so, I it's beer with a splash of spritzer, but really it's spritzer with, like, a dash of beer for some coloring. So, so, it, so it's actually... It looks like a beer when you pour it out? It... No. It looks like... Um, I don't, I, I don't know. It, it looks like lightened piss. <laughs> oh, <God>. That's why <laughs> it's called appetizing. It doesn't taste like lightened piss. I mean, I don't really know what lightened piss tastes like. Like really hydrated. Never. I'm just going to stop. Adam, what are you drinking? <laughs> I'm just moving Take the on. whole just a little. Yeah, maybe, I know, right? Maybe not. the person just ate a lot of pineapple. Take my foot out of my goddamn mouth. <laughs> Adam, am... what do you got? I got hog juice and Captain Morgan's. Mm. Which is actually really good. First time I'm trying it this way. Somebody left a Captain Morgan's here. Might have been a giant yeti. I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> Something about top poster on the group. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I know. Well, what, we didn't, what we didn't tell you is once you become an admin, your posts no longer count. In the, oh no, in I know. Yeah, I knew post, that. So. <laughs> I knew that. Can I re- can I revoke my admin uh, privileges? No. <laughs> so that I can be a top poster. Unfortunately, <laughs> it doesn't not work. The way one. this works. No. Oh shit. Okay. I'm drinking Jim Beam single barrel. Oh. I think it's part of Adam's Smiles of Summer. Mm-hmm. Not bad. It's pretty decent for Jim Beam. Say, how is that? I don't normally like Jim Beam, but it's pretty good. Yeah. It's a decent whiskey. I don't normally like whiskey, so that's your step up on me. But what's that wine that you like? The Syrah? Misty Creek? No. No, no, no. no. What? You know. The French wine. Oh, Chateauneuf de Pap? Yes. Yeah, she said it. I got it. She did get See? it. I was, I was working out today. You got and me I, before I was drinking, that's why. There was a, there's a Beastie Boys song that they mentioned Chetanuf to Pat. Yeah? In it, and I, I just died laughing every time I, I hear it. <laughs> I didn't know that. So, our main topic for this week, you know, everybody knows that Disney often uses ordinary, already told fairy tales, fables, and folklore to make their movies. Albeit they Disney fight and clean them up a little bit. So this week we thought we'd dive into some of the original versions of these stories. Some of which, as we'll see tonight, have a darker, less happy ending side to them. So join us as we dig deep into the origins of some of Disney's classic movies and talk about the tales that inspired them. We're going deep. Who wants to go first? <laughs> and I have seven little men okay. in mind, so... You have little... Oh, because you're... D- yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> so Jesus Christ! I, I, I'll start off... <laughs> I'm, I, you know, little men are kind of. I am surrounded by two of them every day. I can't. They're they're almost taller than you. 
At least well, one of them everybody is, anyway. is almost taller than me. It doesn't take much. Listen, Adam, God only makes you grow until you're perfect. It's not my fault that I got there before a whole shit ton of other people, okay? My husband included. You see how tall he is? Jesus. Oh, he's still growing from what I understand. <laughs> well, probably. <laughs> yeah, show the number. <laughs> but but you can't help. do this. Yeah, no, I can't. <laughs> um, so I did Hercules. That's what I chose. Um, mostly because I am a seventh grade language arts teacher for my uh, real life job. And I teach Hercules as part of my folktale unit. So I already knew some of this stuff, but as I was doing some research a couple days ago, I realized how entangled um, Greek mythology is. Yeah, so it's, it's I, rough. It is. I, I had to break this up into several different parts. So I'm going to kind of jump around a little bit because it's not going to follow in the timeline of the actual movie. So I'll start at the beginning with uh, Hercules' birth and his parents. So in the Disney version of the movie, which, by the way, came out in 1997, um, and this was towards the end of the Disney Renaissance era, so Little Mermaid, Lion King, all of those movies that a lot of us grew up with. Hercules was towards the end of that. I can remember this one coming out into the movie theaters because I was in high school. Are you asking us or telling us? I'm telling you <laughs> that I was in high school when this came out. Okay, <laughs> Actually, so it, I was are so you lying? I was a sophomore. <laughs> I'm not lying. I'm a sophomore. <laughs> because the way you said it it was like are you am i gonna get away actually with this? <laughs> the year that this came out was the year that they had the birthday cake castle yeah. and Jeez. the only reason why i know that is because this is when i went to disney world for the first time with my parents. Oh, wow. yeah so that was my first disney world experience was the 25th anniversary right 25th yeah yeah my and, parents uh, took the younger yeah. kids there during this and i was so glad i didn't go because they just look hideous Oh, I don't know where any of our pictures are. I'm sure I could probably find some. But yeah, the, it's it's all the birthday cake background. Um, but I remember that we hadn't seen this movie before we went on that trip, which was in November we went. Um, but I could remember watching the parade in the afternoon and like two or three of the floats were Hercules related. So kind of all circles back around. Okay, so in the movie... Um, Hercules' parents are Zeus and Hera, which are, Zeus is the god of all gods, and Hera is the goddess of marriage and family, which is kind of ironic and funny when we get to later parts. Um, he, Hercules is considered a full god at his birth, but we all know that he is kidnapped. Um, Hades sends his little minions, Panic, and pain and they kidnap Hercules um, and in order for Hercules to come back to Mount Olympus he needs to be a full god not a half god like he becomes and he needs to do this by completing a heroic act okay so in the movie Zeus and Hera are his parents <laughs> in the actual folktale Zeus can't seem to keep it in his pants <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Zeus yeah. has Zeus decides that he's gonna spread his seed like he's a fucking forest and he's gonna plant all these trees all over the place. So he falls in love with a woman named Alchemy. Alchemini. 
don't come for me for these words. I don't know how to sp- <laughs> just let me. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna stumble over every single fun, fucking one of these. Um, he fell for a woman named Alcmini, and Alcmini was married to King Amphib and Am. Hold on, Amphibitrion, Amphibitrion, Amphibitrion. Wait, Sounds, I thought you taught this in your in your. I don't teach. I don't that. teach this shit. I teach <laughs> the tale of Hercules and the twelve labors. None of this shit is actually in there. So, Alcmini's husband is a king, and he's away at war, and he's supposed to come back on this day that Zeus sees Alcmini. So Zeus transforms himself into Alcmini's husband, and he arrives back from war. Or he tells her that, you know, it's the husband. And so she sleeps with him, not knowing that she's sleeping with Zeus. Zeus impregnates impregnates her purposefully. And so Hercules is born as a demigod, a half god, half man. Actually, Zeus was found out because the actual king came back in the middle of them doing it. And he was like, what the fuck are you doing with my wife? get the fuck out of my house and so to make up for her mistake Alcmini slept with her husband then and actually became pregnant by him that same night so she carried twins one was Hercules one was Hercules's twin brother who didn't do anything and doesn't mean Shlomo. anything and so we yeah Shlomo. sure <laughs> yeah so he means absolutely nothing but she was pregnant with two children at the same time by two different daddies. Um, That's a cool trick. Yeah, right? <laughs> Hera, who is Zeus's wife, who again is the goddess of marriage and family, <laughs> finds out about Zeus's transgression. She becomes furious. She knows she can't defeat Zeus because nobody can. So instead, she decides to take her frustration, her anger, out on Hercules. So that's the birth and his parents. So let's move on to Hades. Because Hades is is portrayed as the antagonist, as the villain of the movie, which plays out well. Because, you know, Disney's not going to put in that... Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Disney is not going to put in that Zeus is unfaithful and that Hera is pissed <laughs> and taking it out on Zeus's kid. So, of course, in the movie... I'll show you how to spread around that lightning. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> um, so, Hades becomes the antagonist of the movie. He wants to get rid of Hercules because he wants to try to overthrow Zeus and take over Olympus, and he wants to release the Titans who were trapped by Zeus centuries ago. And the fates tell Hades that he's going to be able to do this but only if Hercules does not fight in the battle. So Hades sends his pain and panic to kidnap Hercules. They give him a potion that makes him human, or that they try to make him human, and then they'll be able to kill him. But the bottle that they give little baby Hercules breaks. Hercules starts crying. There's one drop left in the bottle, so Hercules does not become fully human. Um, A farmer and his wife find the infant Hercules, who, by the way, their names in the movie are Amphibitrion and Alcmini. 
Isn't that convenient? I huh. know, right? <laughs> um, so they decide they're going to take him home, and this is a sign from the gods. They've always wanted a child. Pain and panic. Panic. <laughs> and they transform themselves into snakes and try to bite Hercules, but Hercules sees them, strangles them, uses them as rattles, ties them in a knot, and throws them away. What actually happened in the myth is everything is done by Hera. Hades had nothing to do with Hercules. He really mm -hmm. didn't care that Hercules existed. It didn't matter. Hercules was just another one of Zeus's flings, like a product of Zeus's fling. It didn't, didn't really matter to Hades. So Hera was actually the true villain in Hercules' life. And she did send two snakes to Hercules' crib when he was an infant to kill him. But... Hercules decided to use them as rattles and throw them around and tie them in knots and throw them away. So a lot of the ways or a lot of the things that we see in the movie that happens to Hercules as a child was factual from the story. Well, as factual as a story can be, but they were done by Hera and not by Hades. So let's talk about Pegasus because Pegasus is such a great addition to the Disney movie I love Pegasus he's one of my favorite characters it has he's so absolutely cute. nothing to do with the myth oh absolutely nothing so Pegasus is given to infant Hercules as a gift from his parents from Zeus and Hera he's created from clouds because that's fun and, you know, that's what you do. You know, that's, like, that's what you create a flying horse. Yeah. I mean, I want a flying horse from clouds. That makes total sense. Um, they become best friends right away. They're separated, of course, when Hercules is kidnapped. But as a young man, Hercules goes to the Temple of Zeus after his adoptive parents have told him that he's adopted, that he's not actually theirs. He goes to the Temple of Zeus. He wants to know these answers about who he is and what he's supposed to do with his life. And the statue of Zeus comes to life and tells him, well, you're my son. And, oh, by the way, I think you should remember your friend here, Old Winged Pegasus. And, of course, they knock heads and they're like, oh, my gosh, I miss you for forever. You're my BFF. <laughs> It's great, and they fly off together to go look for Philatides. In the myth, they don't they don't know each other. Pegasus doesn't belong to Hercules at nope. all. Um, Pegasus is not made from clouds. Um, he actually was created from another affair because these gods don't know what it means to be mon monogamous. Apparently, um, it's like one his parents, great big god orgy. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Well, they were Greek, so, you know. Greek they, their willies wanged all over Greek the place. Greek contingent right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Both yeah, of them. darn. That, that one person in Greece that listens to us. Sorry. <laughs> um, his parents were Poseidon and Medusa. But Medusa became pregnant with him before she was Medusa. Her name was always Medusa. But Medusa was actually a really beautiful woman. And so Poseidon fell in love with her. He um, conned her into sleeping with him. He actually kind of raped her. Not kind of, he did. And because 
of where they had sex. They had sex in the temple of Athena. Athena and Poseidon hated each other. Mm-hmm. So Poseidon did it as like a, haha, I'm going to get one over on Athena. So Athena found out, of course, because it was in her temple, and turned Medusa into the monster that we all know. Medusa was pregnant with Pegasus for the entirety of the time that she was a monster until another hero, Perseus, cut her head off. And when Perseus cut off her head, Pegasus flew from her neck. And that's how Pegasus was born. <laughs> so, Where does a metal owl come from? I don't... That's just the movie? Are you talking about Jason and the Argonauts? What the fuck is that? <laughs> I was... I was Keeping you on your toes. <laughs> what well, metal you know, owl? like, the only thing that you missed was the Titans was, Her- the Titans were Hercules' parents. Not Hercules, um, Zeus's parents. Oh, yeah. Well, and Zeus was, Hera was Zeus's sister. So, yes. yeah. She also gives birth from cracking open her head at one point, too, if I remember correctly. No, that's my... how Zeus, no, that's how Zeus gives birth to Athena. That's what it was. Yeah. Because in Greek <clears> mythology, <throat> men can also give birth. Through their heads, though. Through their heads. Not their penis, but their Probably, actual Probably, well, that <laughs> would be painful, and I mean, I guess cracking your head open is not anymore. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> so so Pegasus in the movie Pegasus and Hercules they're best friends they fly off together to find Philatides <laughs> so Philatides in the movie Phil for those who know him well uh, Phil is a satyr he's known for training heroes even though he's currently retired because all of his past heroes have failed um, or died in some way. He decides that he's going to allow Hercules to train with him, but he's only convinced of this after Zeus strikes him with a lightning bolt. We assume it's from Zeus. So he says, okay, I get it. I'll, I will train you. So after Hercules trains and completes all of these obstacles that Phil puts him through, they leave for Thebes, which is where Hercules grew up and that's where he was actually born in the in the folktale um, and in the movie. That's where he's from. So he goes to Thebes to help with the problems that Thebes have, has been having lately. Um, in the actual myth, Philatides is a human. He's not a satyr, mm-hmm. unfortunately. It's too bad. Um, he did not train Hercules in any way. He did come in contact with Hercules, though, because he lit Hercules' funeral pyre after Hercules died. So Hercules had been poisoned at the end of his life, and he knew he was going to die, and because he was a demigod, his body was, like, trying to fight off this poison for as long as it could. And so Hercules created his own funeral pyre, 
lied himself on top of it, laid on top of it, covered himself with his cloak from the Nemean lion, which was one of his 12 labors, Mm -hmm. and nobody would light the funeral pyre for Hercules because he was still alive. So, like, they didn't, they were like, um, (laughs) dude, uh, no. That's not how this works. That's not, like, I don't know, (laughs) I don't know how much pain you're in, motherfucker, (laughs) but, like, this isn't how we do shit here in ancient Greece, okay? Um, Eventually, Philatides was the one who said, "Okay, well, after you pass, I I will light I'll light your pyre." So, because Philatides light my pyre, pyre. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking it. (laughs) I didn't want to say it because have you um, met any of us yet? Yeah, I know. Yeah, a couple times. Yeah. Um. So because he was the only one who took pity on Hercules and like lit lit that fire for the funeral he was given um hercules weapon which was a bow and poison arrows so after that philatides went to fight in the trojan war and he was actually inside the trojan horse um when they entered into sparta and actually he went after helen and tried to woo helen later on as well so um she didn't pick him by the way, which is why he was in the war. <laughs> and then the last part that I did some research on was Megara. Yay, Meg. Yay. She's one of my favorite Disney ladies. She's so sassy. And I, and I love her. She's full of sass. She's got a little bit of sass. <laughs> um, in the movie, she's in contract with Hades. She's under his under his command because she sold her soul to Hades to help save her former boyfriend and then he left the boyfriend left her for another chick which is you know it's typical male always chasing that hot piece of ass poor Meg and now she has no soul (laughs) and so (laughs) sorry that was I don't know why that was funny (laughs) That was poor Meg. Now lost she her is man, no and now she lost her soul as well. Yeah, no soul. <laughs> poor Meg. And uh, so Hades says, "All right, well, you want? I'll give you one last task. Go figure out this Hercules guy. Go figure out his weakness." So she's like, "All right, piece of cake, no problem." And then she met the dreamboat, and she falls in love with him in the process, and so she becomes. Dun dun dun! The weakness. I know we all didn't see that coming. No, never. Uh, <laughs> Hercules. <laughs> Hercules falls in love as well, and he saves Meg when she's crushed under this pillar. And because of saving her, this is the one of the heroic acts that helps him become a god. At that, at the point when he saves Meg from the crushing underneath the pillar, um, he doesn't have any of his powers. Hades has taken them away, but he gets them back. At that moment in time, he fights off the Titans, and then after he saves Mount Olympus, he goes to the underworld and he pulls Meg from the River Styx. Now, as he's pulling Meg from the River Styx, he becomes a full god because that is his final heroic act. He punches Hades in the face, 
leaving Hades with no face. It's my favorite part. <laughs> that and the, whoa, is my hero? I love that. That one's good, too. <laughs> and they go live happily ever after. He decides to stay on Earth so that he could be with Meg and blah, 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 blah. They live, you know, they ride off into the sunset. Uh, let's talk about the myth. Because <laughs> this is way different. <laughs> Close. Not, not exactly close. So, Megara is the oldest daughter of the king of Thebes. Now, Hercules went back to Thebes, or, well, lived in Thebes, and he was helping Thebes, because he was a demigod, he was helping Thebes with, Thebes with all of these problems that it was having. So, because the king of Thebes was grateful, he married Megara off to Hercules. They didn't really like each other. <laughs> like, not really at all. But they did have three sons because you gotta prolong the, the lineage. You gotta keep the family name going. Well, dad was Zeus. So you gotta spread that seed. Yeah, right. Exactly. Mm. Um, Hera found out that Hercules was married and had children. And so, again, Hera is a heinous bitch. And she was very angry with her husband, Zeus, still, after all these years. So she placed a curse on Hercules, sent him into a fit of rage, and he killed Megara and their three sons. Yep. So that's great. Wow. <laughs> he wakes up Hera's from this... Bitch. I know. He, she really is. He wakes up from this fit of rage, and he's like, what the fuck did I do? He goes to the Oracle of Delphi which is like a soothsayer, fortune teller kind of person, woman. Um, he doesn't realize that the Oracle of Delphi is actually working for Hera. So he asks the Oracle, like, all right, I fucked up. Like, what am I going to do? <laughs> like, what do I do with all of this? And so the Oracle tells him, okay, go serve this king over here, who was actually Hercules' cousin, Eurytheus. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. King Eurytheus, serve him for 12 years to make up for it. You're going to basically become his slave. All right. So he goes to King Eurytheus, who he serves for 12 years. And this is where the 12 labors of Hercules comes from. Now, some of the labors you can see in the movie. Um, my favorite is when he's having his sculpture done and he's wearing... The Nymene, the Nim, the how, what the fuck, the lion, that, <laughs> that lion, I can't say the word because I don't have it in front of me, and the lion is Scar, <laughs> I love it, it's the so great, it's, it's so it awesome, um, but that's one of the 12 labors, he also um, needs to go get Cerebrus from the underworld, which is the three-headed dog that shows up in the in the Disney movie. Um, the Cyclops, that's one of the labors. Um, what's the what's the the snake thing? What's that? What the fuck? Oh, fuck. I know the what it's Hydra? called. Yeah, Hydra. <laughs> Hail Hydra. So it's it's that thing. <laughs> that's in the movie too. And there's a couple of other things that are like very briefly shown in the background of stuff. Um, but they, it was funny to see like the 12 labors, even though that doesn't really have anything to do with the story that Disney mm. is telling. Um, yeah, Disney fucked this one all up. <laughs> they, they really, really put their spin on this. 
Like, hardcore Disneyfied. Well, I mean, when you really look at a lot of our your myths and everything, they're just fucking they're not out there. And exactly family friendly. First of all, Zeus would literally friendly. sleep with anything that moved. Oh, and some like that didn't. anything. Yes, correct. <laughs> like, well, uh, also, too, like, when these myths were being told and when they were first being passed down, they believed that the gods were spiteful and hateful, and if they st- if the humans stepped out of line for anything, the gods were going to spite them. So, oh, yeah. of course, all the stories are going to be talking about how evil and fucked up they were. Well, and we know that the Greeks weren't the most virtuous people in the world, so. You know, no, that's They got to get their orgies in there somehow. <laughs> <clears throat> so I'm actually like looking at the the origin of the story. I am surprised that Disney even took this one on because it. I mean, they really changed all of it. I mean, well, uh, they changed a good portion of this to make it fit the model that they wanted it to fit. When did the? Does anybody remember the Hercules TV show? The cartoon no. or the the live action with the, Michael Sorbo? Michael Sorbo, that one. <laughs> is Whatever that his, heck name? his name? Is. Wow, I pulled <laughs> I, that out my ass. <laughs> I think that's his name, but yeah, that I one. I don't know. <laughs> that like, was Hercules. And yeah. I, everything kind of came out around the same time, and they took a lot of liberties with that, too. So. I mean, I feel like you'd almost have to. I'm looking. It's Kevin Sorbo, not Michael Sorbo. Oh, okay. Fuck. Well, I got I the last name right. Look at that. Holy hell. And Xena. Is he dead? He's got to be. Kevin Sorbo? No. Yeah. No. He was... <laughs> oh, actually, Hercules the show came out before the movie. Yes. Yeah. And they. I feel like 94. they took more... F- they took more from the show than the actual myth. Really? Yes. Wasn't the Hercules TV show like the uh, like Xena was a uh, spinoff of the Hercules TV show? I think no, so. No, Hercules was still Hercules, but Xena, warrior princess, who does have a Disney connection. Anybody know what it is? No. Nope. She was on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. No shit! Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh my god. I would really love to watch Ag- Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I haven't gotten it oh there was a hercules and xena cartoon an animated movie the battle for mount olympus Ooh. Ooh. in in 98 but xena wasn't anywhere in at least i don't think she was yeah, in she was in real greek mythology no i didn't do it on the show think so. no i don't think she was i don't remember ever hearing about a xena xena warrior yeah, she, she didn't was follow in... the law she was in um she was in Shield for a little bit. Interesting. As mm-hmm. Xena? Or no, no, as it Oh, no. well that's what I thought you meant. God damn it. Yeah, she was Xena in Shield. That's what I thought. Well he said Xena was in Shield, and I didn't think it was fucking Lucy Lawless. Her, her, her leather bra you know, and her fucking her sword. And she, I thought and it was she the had character. Little, like circular boomerang thing and went Fuck and you, just Adam. Threw it all over the place. <laughs> I've gotta get at least one in. God damn it. That's hysterical. So anyway, that's good old Herc. Yeah, I, I just don't think the original story would have been set really well to music either. No. No, probably not. Especially Unless after I'm... the murder scene of his wife and three sons. 
Yeah, you know. Yeah. You know what it's got a few kids too, I think. Probably. Like, mommy, there's so much blood. <laughs> it's not yeah. blood, it's ketchup. It's, it's, it's all fake, honey. Just cover your eyes. Cover your eyes. <laughs> Mommy's gonna cover her eyes, too. Well, mine's not as dark, so I think I should probably go Really? There. Oh, yeah, because mermaid gets really dark. <laughs> oh, that's mermaid right. mermaid gets really dark. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll end with the best. <laughs> all right, so we got... I picked up Snow White. And for those of you who don't know, it was an actual Brothers Grimm story published originally in 1812 in a collection of Grimm's fairy tales. And num- just numbered, it wasn't actually titled, it was actually numbered, numbered Tale 53. And then I'm not going to even attempt to pronounce some of these words in German, but they're really long and they have a whole lot of consonants in it and not many vowels. But... There's high German and low German, and I am just out. <laughs> there's, I would have been out with just plain German. Yeah, yeah. it's just... You don't need to give me the no. high and low bullshit. Yeah, there's two different ones. Um, the final version of their story was done in 1854. And, you know, we have most of uh, very similar stuff. Originally, though, the dwarves were never named. Their names didn't come to um, a Broadway play in 1912. And they were not the names you thought they were. <laughs> what were the names, Adam? <laughs> Blick, Flick, Glick, Snick, Plick, Wick, and Quee. <laughs> well, I can think of like the ghost from Pac-Man. <laughs> Inky, Pinky, Blinky, yes. and Clyde. <laughs> Alright, like, so Maria, wait, since Hick? you asked me... What was the first Blick? one? Blick. Blick. Flick. Flick. Glick. Glick. Like. Snick. Like. Like Glick? <laughs> like, like. Oh, glick, no, that's yes. a Gleek. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Glick, you spit between your teeth? What the fuck is that about? <laughs> nope, that's a Gleek. <laughs> Snick. Snick. Plick. Click. Plick. Plick. With a P. Oh, Plick. Like, Plick. And wick. Wick. Like a candle. No, W-H-I-C-K. Still sounds like a candle. Yes. Sure. And quee. Q-U-E-E. So, so is quee like the dopey? Uh, yes. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> According to what it says here, he is the youngest yeah. at 99 years old. That's oh, dopey. 99. Mm-hmm. Bluff That's why he doesn't have a beard yet. <laughs> why he doesn't speak. So, um, they only start speaking at 100. All right, Maria. <laughs> so what's the name of the seven dwarfs? Something. Uh, <laughs> Gleek, Spit, Flick, no, Quick. The, the, no, the, the Disney ones. Oh, the fuck. Disney ones. <laughs> <laughs> I can never get them. I can never get okay, all no, seven. I always miss one. Happy, Dopey, Doc, Bashful, Sneezy, Sleepy, and grumpy. Yeah, she yeah. got him. There we go. I was like, fuck, there's one more. What is it? Listen. I always forget bashful. Grumpy yes, Grumpy gave me some serious attitude when we went to the uh, Artist Point dinner. Okay? Grumpy decided to pick a fight with me. All right? And was I was awesome. not having. They were sassing each other. I wasn't having any of it. Oh, okay? you were giving he, it to each other. He wasn't was intimidating awesome. me. <laughs> Jackass. So, 
Wow, tell us how you really feel. That was about such it. a great character interaction. <laughs> I think that I'm pretty sure that was my favorite of all time. Somebody has that a video of awesome. it. Some, I, somebody took a video. I think that. Antoinette had it, but Probably. don't hold me to that. Oh my god, so right. funny. So, how much do we all know about Snow White's mother, her actual mother? I'm gonna go with rape because that's usually how it is. No. No. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. She died. Yes, but there's actually a whole background to her, and at the actual beginning of the story, the queen sits sewing at an open window during a winter storm, and she pricks her finger with a needle, and she drops three drops oh, of blood. Oh, I do kinda. know this part. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Continue, please. Sorry. <laughs> three drops of red blood drip onto the freshly fallen snow, and on a black windowsill. She thinks to herself, how I wish I had a daughter that had skin as white as snow, lips as red as blood, and hair as black as ebony. And that's an actual quote from the story. So she wanted a goth child. Yes. Pretty much. Cool. Mm -hmm. All right. It's great. Obviously, sometimes later, the queen gives birth to a baby daughter who she names Snow White, and she does die in childbirth. So now a year later, the king marries again, and now his wife is supposed to be very beautiful. She's not, like, evil-looking that, you know, she's supposed to be pretty. But she's also extremely vain and wicked. Practices witchcraft, which, like, all good stepmothers do, in my opinion. And, um... <laughs> all of them, huh? <laughs> yes. I guess I should probably start <laughs> practicing More biological witchcraft. biological mothers. <clears throat> I'm falling behind. <laughs> and now, of course, the new queen possesses a magic mirror, mirror, which she asks every morning magic mirror on the wall who is the first one of all. The mirror always tells her it's her at the beginning. Which I don't know if that's ever, that's always been, like, shown in the movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the opening scene. Okay. And then when Snow White's born, it says there is another. Well, you see, now in this story, though, Snow White is seven when this actually starts saying that she's not the fairest one of all. And she's surpassed her stepmother in fairness and beauty. Queen gets a little pissed off about this. And basically that's where our story really begins. But there's a little bit of a twist here because, you know, she eventually hires the huntsman not to hunt Snow White, but to actually take Snow White into the forest and kill her. And to bring back her organs. Kind of don't know what she was going to do with the organs. They, it was originally asked for as proof of death. But yeah, not so much. She wanted to eat them to gain immortality. Shut the fuck up. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh my so, god. So the evil queen is a cannibal. Yes. Interesting. Aren't most of them? I mean, I don't, I don't know. know, I don't know. I'm asking. <laughs> I don't know very many evil queens, so I couldn't answer that for you. I don't know many cannibals, so I guess. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know how to answer this. Hannibal the cannibal is the only one. <laughs> <laughs> no, even a little bit. Of course, the huntsman does end up taking Snow White into the forest, and he can't kill her, so he brings her animal parts instead. After wandering through the forest for hours, Snow White finds a tidy college cottage belonging to the seven dwarfs now, now wait didn't the queen didn't notice that the organs tasted kind of gamey well you, they were cooked really well oh, okay. you know <laughs> yeah seasoned nicely you know All right. nice nice red wine reduction Chianti sauce? dear girl Chianti, <laughs> with a side of alpha beans it was fine okay 
Snow White in this situation kind of turns into Goldilocks, where the dwarves aren't actually home. So what do you do? You break in, you eat their food, and then you take a nap. <laughs> Which is what Snow White does. And they let her, they end up finding her in the bed and they stay with her instead of a job as a housemaid. So she actually works for the dwarfs as a housemaid. She doesn't like gallivant all around singing with the birds and everything else. But they want her to be careful one alone. Fast forward 10 years later. She's a young lady now. And the queen, who's back at her mirror because she still thinks Snow White is dead this whole time, asks, who's the fairest one of all again? We all know she's living with the dwarves. She's living with seven men in a house of ill repeat. Hoa. Yeah, I was just <laughs> going to say the same thing. Now, of course, she's mad at the huntsman, so she, tr she tries to kill her herself. Now, this is where it gets weird because I really don't remember this at all. And I'm pretty sure I've never heard this. But the first way she tries to kill Snow White is by going to her as a salesperson and selling her lace bodices. Yeah, so do you... I don't know if you remember this. I, I remember watching them as a child. And I can't remember if they were on Disney or not. I guess probably they weren't. Shelley Duvall did fairy tale theater. Yes. Do you remember yes. this? Yes. Mm -hmm. And I remember that they did do a snow. Oh, I hope I'm not making this shit up. They did a Snow White <laughs> right. one. You are. And I remember that beginning with the mom pricking her finger and the three drops and the you know, and I remember the bodice and the, like her selling, supposedly trying to sell the bodice, and it was to. Strangle uh, her in a way? Oh, it's supposed to. It's and now about us. I'm thinking it's more like a corset, right? So what it does is it tightens up so tight that she collapses and passes out, and the dwarves arrive just in time to cut her out, and she lives. Next up is a comb, where the queen dresses up as a comb seller and tries to sell Snow White a comb, because <laughs> you know. That's that's what you do is is you enchant a comb. Are you sure Snow White's not a blonde? Oh, she has to be. <laughs> I, I don't understand. Like maybe that ebony is boxed. D it, it's definitely boxed. It's it, it, be it, fake. It, it doesn't make sense. <sighs> um, there's poison in the comb, which I don't understand how that even works, because it's like the poison has to now seep through your scalp. Slow and painful death. <laughs> <laughs> And she gets knocked out by the by the poison again, and they I guess the comb gets lodged in her hair because when she wakes up when they remove the comb, the dwarfs remove the comb from her hair. Finally, of course, we all know about the apple, but it's not poisoned. So she cuts it, it is poisoned, but not the way we think it's poisoned. So there's two parts of the apple. She the witch eats or the <clears throat> Wicked Queen eats the white half, which is harmless, and she gives the red poison half to Snow White. So the girl takes a bite and falls into unconsciousness. They say suspended animation. <laughs> um, I, because she doesn't age, it, it's, it's a lot to ask for. 
So, the dwarfs obviously are unable to revive Snow White, and assuming the queen has finally killed her, they place her in a glass casket as a funeral. This is really elaborate for a funeral, in my opinion. <laughs> for a girl that was your servant? Yeah, pretty much. You pretty much ate all your food and slept in your bed unannounced. So, a few days later, a prince stumbles upon the presumed dead Snow White in her glass casket. And after the hearing story from the seven dwarfs, the prince is allowed to take Snow White to a proper resting place by the castle. There is no true love's kiss in the original story. Basically, one of the prince's servants is a bit of a klutz and trips. And a piece of the apple falls out of Snow White's mouth. <laughs> and surprise, I'm awake and alive again. No shit. <laughs> yeah, shit. That's so I think how it she just like dig the apple out of her mouth. It's like, oh, what's something in her mouth? <laughs> it was it was like the Heimlich, I guess. Like she threw over <laughs> your shoulder, hutcha, 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 lobster. <laughs> 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 It's like Mrs. Doubtfire style jumping over the, the restaurant wall. Exactly. <laughs> the face is falling off. The boobs are on fire. The boobs are on fire. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, wow. Prince is yeah, it's just a little weird, but it gets a little bit better. So the prince is overjoyed at this miracle and decides he loves her and asks her to marry her because that's what you do after you save somebody who's lying in a glass coffin for a couple years. It's all good. They make plans to be married. Wait, it's not it's over? <laughs> no. That's not the end of it? No. Holy shit. Because Poor Snow White. It, it, no, Snow White, Snow White gets her revenge. Oh, okay. Oh. So, after ten years, did she? Years was she lapse, talking to Hera? Is that? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what this ends up being. Because okay. the the punishment was pretty cruel. Texting. Yeah. <laughs> Again, she asked the mirror, "Who's the fairest one of all?" Mirror announces the bride of a prince who's more fairer than her. And unaware the bride is a stepdaughter herself, the queen rushes out to see who this person is. Of course, the queen realizes that it's Snow White and flips the fuck out, and only she can. And the prince realizes that, hey, this is the bitch that tried to kill my wife. So, as punishment, the prince orders the queen to wear a pair of red-hot iron slippers and dance in them until she drops dead. Oh. Okay. How fun. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I can get so, behind that. Yeah, you know. Okay. So iron, not, not only are they heavy, but they're hot. And you will have to die. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, dance. <laughs> yeah, dance for me, dance motherfucker. It brings dance. a whole new, like, meaning. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, there are some other variations of this. In a version from Albania... The main character lives with 40 dragons, and her sleep is caused by a ring. Holy shit. Um, Should we call her the mother of dragons? Uh, maybe. maybe. And in this one, there are two different versions of this. In one, her stepmother tries to kill her, and in one, another one, her two jealous sisters try to kill her. Um, 
There's a Malay trail written around 1750, which tells the story of a witch queen who asks her magic mirror who the prettiest of the lady in the kingdom is. And I can't pronounce any of these words. I don't even know why I put this in here. Okay, we're going to just cut that one. But Nori Headache for Armenia was a adorable one who asked the moon who is the most beautiful in the world. And the response is Ori's Nori Hadig. The mother plots to kill her daughter, of course, because that's how that is, because she's just too pretty to live. Mm-hmm. And there's also a Russian story, the tale of the dead princess and the seven knights. <laughs> cool. Okay. Same basis. And it's also rumored that Hans Christian Andersen's The Snow Queen was also based a little loosely on the story. Huh. So I want the next person that pisses me off. Dance, motherfucker. Hot, <laughs> hot iron hot, shoes. Hot iron <laughs> shoes. <laughs> well, I'm hoping that's not me. <laughs> me neither. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've got to, I'm at least a few hours away. You you are very, very close by. Yeah, by the uh-huh. time I get to you, especially if it's I'm winter, I'm more likely to piss them off than you are. Yeah. <laughs> to be fast. That's true. To be fast. It's just weird. Like, there's some... <clears throat> Not major stuff, but they leave out the whole mother part, which I think is kind of sweet. And I, I don't get where the, the whole death by freaking um, corset I, uh, thing. When she tries to kill it with the corset. Yeah, that's a little weird. I, I, I don't think I would have ever thought of that in a million years on my own. I do. Now that you mention, like, now that you're talking about all of that, I do. I. I remember watching something that had all of that, and I could... even the dancing to death. Well, no, not that part. <laughs> Clearly, it could have been uh, Shelley Duvall fairy tales. I, fairy tale I theater. thought I, I don't know. Those things I'm gonna were have to the look best. This up Which is funny because she pitched the idea to Robin Williams while they were filming Popeye. Did she really? Oh, yes. really? Which was also a Disney movie. He um was. The Pinocchio one, wasn't he? He did one with her, I thought. I think he did. I want to say I don't know Pinocchio. Pinocchio. He did. She did. I Are remember it was anything? the Twelve Dancing Princesses, which was my favorite one. Um, the Three Little Pigs. I remember watching that one. She did Sleeping Beauty, Snow White. Sleep, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was the Princess and the Pea one of them. Probably. You should might do that one too. There were. It's two, been a long time. It was two seasons two or three seasons that it came on it came on every week or every yeah it was on yeah every week those things were the best 27 episodes total okay so that's is it on anything i like that we can watch now no i looked i, I looked a now. few years ago um because wow, it- I was doing my folktale unit in class, and I was like, oh my god, I remember this. I could probably show some. But they're too long to be used in a classroom. They're an hour long, yeah. Yeah. There were total 27 episodes through six seasons. Oh, Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Well, the first season was only two episodes. Oh. (laughs) What? And then it was (laughs) six, seven, seven, yeah. Like, just a test. They were like, we're not quite sure we want to spend money on this shit, so show us what you got. It is on YouTube. Oh, really? Like, you oh, can get I gotta, a lot of I gotta watch this again. episodes on YouTube, so... 
But I don't see it on, like, anything that you, like, Hulu or anything like that. I'm gonna have to check this out. Oh, you can buy I... them in a box set. For how much? I don't know. Yeah, because I buy all the other That's movies a... that I never want to take out yeah. of the DVD because it's so much easier to hit something else on the remote. Right. Yep. Y'all ready, ready to get really dark? <laughs> so let's talk Little Mermaid. Look at Which this is another stuff. Disney Renaissance film. Isn't it neat? Yeah, she doesn't do that in the, in the She's a original story. Brat. Oh, fuck <laughs> yes. The... Do you ever see that? In the movie... Oh, yeah, in the movie, she's a spoiled brat. Do you ever see that meme where it's like the difference between children and adults watching The Little Mermaid and she's like, Daddy, I love him. And as yes. an adult, you're like, You don't know what fucking love means. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you have all this shit. You have your own fucking, like, pretty much castle filled with just garbage. Does this really bring you joy? It's time to throw it out. That's mm -hmm. all I'm gonna say. Wait, what was that? Was that show um, <laughs> where the lady goes around and she cleans your house and says, uh, "Does this bring you joy?" No, get rid of it. Oh, M Marie Kondo. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, Ariel, Ariel needs Marie Kondo. <laughs> Fucking hoarders. Uh huh. <laughs> so everybody knows the story. The the Disney version of the story. Um, Ariel, she's not wanting to be a mermaid anymore, and she's she sees Eric and falls in love and she finds Ursula and Ursula trades her her voice for legs but then Ursula becomes human herself and uses Ariel's voice to try to rule the prince too but Eric falls for er for Ariel and they end up killing Ursula yada yada happy ending that's not how it goes in the Hans Christian Andersen story so keep in mind, this was first published in 1837 as part of a collection of fairy tales for children. Those are always the darkest ones. <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, you, they were children. they were really sadistic back then and wanted to torture the shit out of their kids. Yeah. So in Hans Christian Andersen's version, yeah, the Little Mermaid lives in an underwater kingdom with her father, who's a widow, her grandmother, and her five older sisters. In the Disney story, she has six, which is supposed to represent between her and the six sisters supposed to represent the seven seas but she only has five in the hans christian anderson story and they're born one year apart when a mermaid turns 15 she's allowed to go rumspringa and <laughs> swim to the surface for the first time and see the terrestrial world the outside world above the ocean so she's like off doing crack and drinking booze yeah cool. so every year when one of the sit her one of her older sister's goes up to the surface and comes back they wax poetically about life up uh, on land and the little mermaid slowly starts falling in love with the idea of being a human and wanting to go up to the surface so when it's her turn she rises up to the surface and she watches a birthday celebration being held on a ship in honor of a handsome prince and falls in love with him so that's kind of similar to the Disney story the violent storm hits, sinking the ship, and the Little Mermaid saves the prince from drowning. She delivers him unconscious to the shore near a temple, where she waits, and she sees a young woman from the temple and her ladies-in-waiting find him. She was, to her dismay, the prince never sees the Little Mermaid or even realizes that it was her who had originally saved his life. So the Little Mermaid becomes sad, you know, brooding teenager, yada yada and asks her grandmother if humans can live forever. The grandmother tells her that no, humans have a much shorter lifespan than a mermaid who lives 300 years, but when a mermaid dies, they turn into foam, 
seafoam and cease to exist. But when a human dies, they have an eternal soul that lives on in heaven. So the Little Mermaid wants the prince and she wants an eternal soul. So she seeks out the sea witch who lives in, you know, dangerous part of the ocean. She lives in the rough side of town. <laughs> and the witch willingly helps her by selling her a potion that will give her legs in exchange for her tongue and her beautiful voice, which is similar to the Disney story. Her tongue, no. Well, they can't really, on Disney, they can't tell her to cut her tongue, but the, story, the voice part of it. So, the Little Mermaid has the most enchanting voice in the world, and the sea witch wants it. So the witch warns the mermaid that once she becomes a human, she will never be able to return to the sea. And consuming the potion will make her feel as though a sword was being passed through her body. But when she recovers, she will have two human legs and will be able to dance like no human has ever danced before. But she will always feel like she's walking on sharp knives and her feet will constantly bleed. Yeah, that's a hard no for me. Yeah, that's something you want to tell your kids. Yeah, you know? right? Your feet's going to constantly bleed. So, in addition, she will obtain a soul only if she wins the love of the prince and marries him. Because part of his soul will then flow into her. So, otherwise, at dawn, on the first day, if he marries someone else, she will die of a broken heart and dissolve into the sea. To be sea foam forever. Yes. <laughs> I always thought sea foam was well pissed, but, you know. Apparently, it's dead mermaids. <laughs> After she agrees to the arrangement, the mermaid swims up to the surface near the princess castle and drinks the potion. She feels the sword piercing through her body and she passes out in front of the palace steps. She is found by the prince, who is mesmerized by her beauty and grace even though she's mute. Most of all, he likes to see her dance, and she dances for him despite suffering excruciating pain with every step. So he pretty much keeps her as like a dancing pet. He makes her dance whenever he feels like it. Uh, he takes her on his voyages so he, he, she can constantly dance for him. So now the prince's parents but encourages him... But doesn't she leave bloody footprints everywhere? Probably. Just don't have white carpet. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> so the prince's parents encouraged Shit. him to marry the neighboring princess in an arranged marriage. The prince tells the Little Mermaid that he will not because he does not love the princess. He goes on to say that he can only marry the woman from the temple, who, say, who he thinks saved him. So it turns out the princess from the neighboring kingdom is the temple girl, and she was sent to the temple for her education. The prince declares his love for her, and the royal wedding is announced. So the prince and the princess celebrate the new marriage on a wedding ship, and a Little Mermaid's heart breaks. She thinks about all that she sacrificed and all the pain she has endured for the prince, and she despairs thinking about the death that awaits her. But before her dawn, her sisters come and bring her a dagger that they traded their beautiful hair to the sea witch for. And they tell her the sea witch has given them the dagger, and if she kills the prince and lets his blood drip on her feet, she can return to being a mermaid and go back to the ocean. This is really fucking bloody. Yeah. <clears throat> So the mermaid cannot bring herself to kill the prince and she throws the dagger and herself over the edge of the boat and her body dissolves into foam. But instead of ceasing to exist, she feels the warm sun and discovers that she has turned into a luminous and earthbound spirit called the daughter of the air. And then this is a whole like controversy with the 
end of the story. That's the controversy? The end of yeah, the story? The, <laughs> That's yeah, the not ending, the rest yeah, of it. They, they don't know why he decided to go this route, turning into like a, a ethereal spirit, but the Little Mermaid ascends into the atmosphere as she is greeted by other daughters who tell her she has become like them because she strove with all her heart to obtain an immortal soul. And because of her selflessness, she's given the chance to earn her own soul by doing good deeds for mankind for 300 years and will one day rise up to heaven. Now, this story has been analyzed by scholars for since it's been written. They're trying to find out why Anderson chose to write a tragic story with a happy ending, kind of. They also think that um, there's a lot of history in Anderson being bi romantic, which way they call him back then. And he wrote the story for a friend of his. <laughs> Wait, named... what? They didn't call him bisexual, they called him bi romantic. <laughs> I have never heard that before. That is something. Isn't it romantic? So he would constantly write letters to his friend Colin saying that he longs for him, yet at this moment I long for you as if you were a lovely girl. Oh. But you don't share the same feelings. And Colin did not share the same feelings, and Colin actually got married, and when Colin got married, he and Hans Christian Andersen wrote the story and sent it to him. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Here's your marriage uh, present. Here's your wedding gift. Yeah. Bloody footprints. Bloody footprints. And daggers. <laughs> Throwing. Throwing, Throwing daggers. daggers. <laughs> a lot of scholars have surmised and thought about the since the the blood the bloody feet and all that is is Anderson's <laughs> metaphor for his own heart bleeding because he could not have Colin. But what about the dancing part? I don't know about the dancing part. Maybe they'd like to dance. <laughs> it's just... Maybe he'd like to dance. I mean, okay, I who doesn't? I don't remember the whole floating as a wisp in the wind or whatever. I don't remember that at all. I, I don't understand that part. I don't either. It was like the publisher said, this is too dark. You need to make this happier at the end. So we'll do this. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Sir, can we talk? Hans, can I call you Hans? <laughs> so actually, P.L. Travers had something to say about the ending. Oh, of course she did. Because, um, yeah. because of course. She said, this final message is more frightening than any other presented in the tale. The story descends into the Victorian moral tales written by children to scare them into good behavior. Anderson, this is blackmail. That's what she said? So, Mary, Miss Mary Poppins is telling Anderson this is blackmail. Meanwhile, the story of Mary Poppins is, isn't that blackmailing kids too? <clears throat> no, the story of Mary Aren't Poppins is, is... All folk tales blackmailing kids? <laughs> well, the story of Mary Poppins... It, there, there, there's not one continuous story of Mary Poppins. It's a bunch of, it's a collection of so, short stories, really. So, so that's a little different-ish. But it, I, oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. I don't even know what where to go with this. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine storyboarding this original folktale? Like, somebody, came, somebody went to Disney and said, let's do Hans Christian Andersen's Little Mermaid. And like, yeah, like, no, we can't make a little girl bleed on cartoons. Well, yeah, no. <laughs> no. 
Sorry, not gonna happen. So I get the sword thing, because, you know, transformation always hurts. But the bleeding of the feet has me <laughs> concerned. And it's never <sighs> mentioned again, which makes it even weirder to yeah. me. Like, in most fables and stories like this, like, oh, and she left bloody footprints every time she danced would probably... And she must have wore really thick socks. <laughs> well, or maybe she had iron iron hot shoes that cauterized yeah. the wounds. There you go. <laughs> you boiled the blood. I, I, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 this is I, decidedly I, one of the most darkest fairy tales that Disney has turned into a happy ending fairy tale cartoon. No, Hunchback is, is beautiful. No, well, Hunchback, they didn't change Hunchback Harley at all. Yeah, that was why it didn't do very well. <laughs> yeah, no, pretty much. It didn't. That's why nobody Hunchback went to go see it. Dark. I mean, rape and I murder. And... I like that. I like the movie. It's okay. I like Hunchback. I, I love the music. Oh, the music is great. The story's... Eh, eh, it's okay. <laughs> What don't you like about it, Maria? The story. <laughs> I mean, of all the Disney cartoons from, you know, when he started, when Walt first started making cartoons until recently, we could probably make this a fucking series. <laughs> well, right. I mean, I mean, they're always dark. They're, but, I mean, this was, like, like the ones that were particularly chose, besides, like, the, the Greeks were always a bunch of fucked up people. Like yeah. they, they, and a lot of their stories were written to have an excuse for bad behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because if the gods and goddesses did it, then we can do it too. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Um, or it was an excuse. Oh, I was possessed by Zeus when I fucked your wife. Yeah. So <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Just, hey, buddy. Hey. I know yeah, that. I'm uh, Zeus right now. I know it's that you know you found me in bed with your wife, but I just want to let you know. <laughs> Wasn't really me. I'm Zeus. Wasn't really me. It's a, it's cool. Uh, my story was dark, but not quite as dark as The Little Mermaid was. <laughs> no, I think Tim wins this round. Yeah. That's for sure. I don't, I'm not sure I want to win this one. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of a weird thing to win. Are you, oh, this wasn't a competition as to who can find the the most fucked up? <laughs> no, I just knew, I knew from getting into this, I knew Little Mermaid was one of the most fucked up original stories that, that Disney adapted into a movie, so I was like, I want that one. <laughs> so, can you think of a twisted, modern-day fairy tale that you would turn into a Disney cartoon? Modern day? Modern day? Well, modern day-ish. Like, you can choose one. Well, any fairy tale, then. I will say that I am surprised that they have not taken, like, a Native American folktale and Pocahontas. done anything. That's not a Native... No, that's, no, that's not a, a folktale. That's, 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 that's a joke. That's a joke. That's just... That's just stupidity is what they did with that one. Yeah, I hate, I hate <laughs> so, that So, I mean, it's that not... that was flat-out history that they fucked Yeah, they, with. like, <laughs> just yeah. don't... Don't do anything historical. Like, stay away from the history books, dude. I, um, no, I don't know. I'm, I'm surprised that they haven't done... I would like them to see... I would... No. Let me back up. I would like to see them do, a, like, a, a indigenous people's, like, a Native American story. I think that would be... They've done Inuits with Brother Bear. They've done... That's it. 
<laughs> you know what would be really cool is if they did the story of the white buffalo. Which, if it, in most Native American culture, the white buffalo is their god. It's the highest for, highest form of being that you can achieve to be. I so I think that. that would be really cool for them to do something with that. Or really dangerous. Because if they well, fuck to, that up, yeah, they're they fucking fuck up. it up, well. it'd be really, really bad. But. Or, I mean, I like to see, like, if they, I know DreamWorks has already done it, and they kind of did it really weird and twisted and, like, modern day with Hansel and Gretel will, like, Commando gun tone warriors, but it. They did Hansel like and they Gretel. Do, yeah, DreamWorks did Hansel and Gretel. It was. Really? It was. It was part it, of. Uh, they were like adults. It was. It was. Yeah, weird. it was really weird. <laughs> but I think Disney, I would like to see Disney do Hansel and Gretel. I don't remember that at all. Hansel. It was. Yeah, it was part of another movie. It was like oh, a was? vignette, another movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, it was called Hansel and Gretel. I thought. No, I thought it was part of another movie. I got nothing. Try. I, I couldn't think of one off the top of my head. I mean, I, I got stuck on this myself. I was just curious if there was anything y'all could think of. N um, no. Especially, I mean, I, I like what they did with Rapunzel. I like that they created a whole different story, a different aspect of that. I mean, they've done tall tales. So, they've done legends. They've done mm -hmm. myths with Hercules. They've done fairy tales, obviously. Um, they haven't really done very many origin stories. What do you mean? So, like an origin, so there are six types of folk tales that you can <clears throat> you can categorize them into. So, fairy tales, tall tales, legends, trickster tales, origin stories, and myths. Duh. Um. I couldn't remember the last one. I'm like, fuck, I know I'm forgetting one of them. Um, so they've done, I feel like Disney has done a lot of those, except for maybe origin stories, unless I'm forgetting one of them, like blatantly forgetting one of them, that- Well, what's an, give me an example an, So an, of an origin, origin story, story. is the, how something came to be. So like an origin story okay. would be like why there are four seasons or why the sun rises and sets, why a cheetah has spots, why, some stuff like that. I get what yeah. you're saying. So, I mean, I think the closest they've ever come to an origin story would be some of the stuff that they do in Fantasia. Yeah. I was just about to say that. Yeah, that makes sense. But that's not... Uh, those I, aren't... Those are short... Fi do you know what I mean? Those are short films, where a, like a compilation yeah. of short films, whereas not it's not a feature length... But yeah, that would be the only thing that I would say they haven't really done. And, and I would think that that's kind of hard to do. That might be a kind of difficult yeah, I mean, I, area. I, it's hard, yeah, because of... Yeah, I don't know how you would work an origin story nowadays. Without it coming off, like, anti-everything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite stories as a kid was, I don't know if you guys remember Tiki Tiki Tempo? I remember mm -hmm. Ricky Tiki Tabby. No, this is Tiki Tiki right, Tempo. That's different. Yeah, I, I would love for them to do something with that. That would be really what cool. What was that? I don't remember I, that one. It was a... I think it was a... Oh, it was a, like, a book that was written in the 60s. It was a Chinese boy with a really long name and he falls into a well. And it's an origin myth about why Chinese names are so short now. 
Mm-hmm. It's a really fun book. I, I remember going into um, Shadowbox Theater in the city. I think it was like uh, second or third grade. And Shadowbox Theater was, they, they had this white screen and like these puppets performed behind the screen. So it was just like shadow puppets. Oh, that's cool. It was really cool. And they performed this and it was so cool. But I would love to see them do like a, a cartoon version of this. I, I finally thought of one that they haven't touched yet, and I would say the princess and the pea. Yeah, but how do you? They can modernize it. Yeah, they can modernize it. They can it. modernize it, the princess it, and the pea. That would be cool. And I mean, they created a whole story for Rapunzel. They can create a whole story for the princess. True. I mean, when you think of the Rapunzel story, it's nothing like the one we have from the movie. Yeah, that's At one all. that I don't really I don't really know a whole lot about like Rapunzel's original story. <laughs> I know it's my favorite Disney movie. Yeah, yeah, it's a great story. I love it. But they they really they created my favorite that float whole story. in um Festival of Fantasy. Well, that's just because <laughs> there are hot guys swinging all over the place. What's wrong with that? Nothing, I'm just saying that's why it's <laughs> It's my favorite. And also great. It's my favorite it was a great too. Musical on the Disney cruise ship. Yes. Uh, See, on why isn't ship. that on Broadway then? Um, they test out a lot of their stuff on the ship first. Well, it should be if on Broadway because I would go see that. If it's well, successful on the ship, then, then they usually the transition yeah. it to California. Yeah. And to see if they could create a longer stage show in California. And then from California, it sometimes gets a treatment for Broadway. That's that's kind of the path that's been going on lately. Excuse me. Well. That's how Aladdin came to be. That's how Frozen came to be. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't get to see Aladdin on Broadway. I really wanted to. Oh, Frozen well, was okay. Aladdin still. For, I mean, it was good. Aladdin's. Yeah, uh, uh, my I favorite song was, okay. was the. Which was what they were. Um, Kiga. Kiga, yeah. But um, I Not thought Frozen Kiga. was okay. Tiga, 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 can you imagine Queef. what's your name <laughs> oh my oh, no. god right. so before this gets any worse I think it's time to start wrapping yeah. this shit up right. so Tim do you have any closing remarks for us tonight no that queef just broke me <laughs> <I'm> sorry <laughs> It wasn't an actual, for those listening at home, it wasn't an actual, like, I want to make something very clear here, okay? No, this isn't that kind of show. It's not, not, no, it is not going to be that kind of show. We don't do that on demand in this house. No. (laughs) Sorry. (sighs) Well... Maria, you, by the time this episode drops, I think you would have hosted your first official sheet. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't have any 
any coins. Our Bermudian craftsman is on vacation right now. So I can't I can't task him with the short order of uh haha <laughs> short order never mind. Uh <laughs> of uh could you get at least three tokens? I could probably get at least three tokens. <laughs> so uh I'm just planning on getting stickers that say official and slapping them on some quarters and throwing them at people. <laughs> just slap them on people. Just, slap, just, just people. slap them on people. <laughs> Here you go. Back. Right on the forehead. You're a fucking official. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Maria's stamp of approval. Official. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Yeah, we're going to be... I mean, hopefully, we will have been at at Kokomo's in uh, the Swan for some karaoke and stuff. I'm sure when when we get back from our little... Like, literally, Todd and I are going to be there for a day and a half. (laughs) Like, it's a much-needed trip, though. I'm very excited. Um... I want to spin around in Epcot with my arms all the way out and not even come close to hitting anybody. Maria? Well, you could do that when it's crowded. Why would that be different than any other day? Well, I would hit people (laughs) if it was crowded. Your wingspan is literally like three feet. Fuck you both. (laughs) I mean, get out of here with your facts. (laughs) Don't bring truth and solid argument into this confrontation here. Truth and logic has no place. Truth and logic has no place. No place. Sorry, Tim. I just totally hijacked your final comments. No, he said he had. Oh, none. I didn't have any because you broke me with the queef. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, so I guess this is me. <laughs> <laughs> I said it was you. Oh, you did. So go for your final comments, Maria. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Hey, don't forget to go to the Facebook group <laughs> and join if you are not already part of the Facebook group. And if you have invited people to join the Facebook group, make sure they answer. Adam? Or Maria's gonna just fucking axe them. I'm just gonna axe people. <laughs> if you don't start answering questions, there may be bloody feet involved. That's all. And throwing, self throwing The new host daggers. has been on a rampage. She's been axing people left and right <laughs> who are waiting in the queue. So make your friends answer not. the questions. <laughs> or they're not gonna end. Make your friends answer the may questions. We have a whole bunch of bloody no-touch-foot situations. Oh, no, God. We also have three sheets to the finish line. We have three sheets to the gaming. No, it's just three sheets gaming. Oh, three... What? Fuck. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm just, just on there to make gaming. sure that Todd doesn't buy anything that I don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you're not in our, our private chat, though. I am not in the private chat. That's for, that's for sure. Um, I think that's it. Thanks, guys. Right. This was fun tonight. Yes. Breaking um, down childhood dreams. Our, kind of way. <laughs> our November sheet up is just around the corner. All spots are accounted for for the Italy event. If you are thinking of canceling, please let us know because there is a bit of a waiting list at this point and we still haven't hit 15. <laughs> so yeah. we have a bunch of us coming. We still don't know. Hopefully things will normal out a little bit more in November and we can have the meet up like we want to if not we'll all be in epcot just to bum around we'll try to keep updates on the page it's pretty much right around the corner when you really think about it we're what two months out three months out three, yeah. three, three months, months out It'll yeah it's be august here before That's you good. know it yeah true story and we look forward to seeing you all really soon in the parks or really soon we have a whole bunch of events coming up so as always, it's not goodbye. It's see you real soon. We'll talk to y'all later. Good night. Good night. And thank you.
No. Bloody feet Greeks. Oh my god, I love it. Oh, that's amazing. Oh fuck. All right, I'm hitting stop. <laughs>